This podcast is brought to you exclusively by the Publisher's Desk Podcast Network and the Reality Check Podcast Network. Welcome to Just Thinking with Stan Wegland, a unique podcast that breaks down all of the topics in life you want to hear about from someone who's been there, done that, and lived through it all. No topic is off limits, and all things will be discussed with thought-provoking knowledge that will make you look at things in a different way. Just Thinking for times like these. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland. Forgive me for that little... <clears throat> I was sipping on a cup of coffee here, uh, ready to enjoy doing this new episode, this new show of Just Thinking. So welcome, 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 and thank you so much for joining me on the show today. And if you're a new uh, listener to the Just Thinking podcast, welcome very much. Uh, we th- This, I have to tell you, I'm... Uh, doing this show, uh, taping this show on Sunday afternoon. Uh, I can actually give you the time. It's uh, 2.20 p.m. And I don't know what will change between now and when you get this. Uh, this becomes available at 12 midnight uh, Eastern Standard Time uh, in the United States. So uh, I have no idea what's going to happen in the next 10 hours. It's been that crazy of a period of time that we're in. And if you're joining us for the first time on the show, uh, again, not to be too repetitious, but welcome. Uh, just thinking is just what it sounds like. You know, it, it could be a topic of on anything. What I'm thinking about, which is probably something that you've thought about or somebody close to you has thought about or will think about. And uh, it's kind of like a discussion that we'd have uh, in our homes or at a bar or, you know, sitting in a backyard barbecue that kind of thing and uh, you know kick it around and as uh, one of my good buddies used to say it's the thing it was the corniest expression but I'll throw it out there and running it up the flagpole you know one of those kind of things just kind of thinking about it from from many uh, from many different sides so uh, again thank you for joining uh, me on the show uh, and the rest of the uh, the viewers of just thinking uh, I did mention at the beginning of the show, we have had uh, just another outstanding week. I- I'm only saying that, uh, not not boasting, but I'm just so friggin' uh, pleased that over the past uh, five or six weeks, uh, we have just increased a huge uh, amount of uh, new audience and, and people downloading more of the shows. And we do have over 410 or 15 shows, whatever it is. To, you know, you can go back and look at a million other episodes on Just Thinking, um, and people evidently do. So, uh, you know, I'm so pleased that people are liking it, and each week uh, we're doing better numbers than the week before and, and vastly improved. So, again, thank you so much. And if you, you know, like the show, please rate the show, review the show, and subscribe to the show. And if you have any comments uh, or want a particular show, uh, you know, to, uh, uh, about a particular topic, uh, please contact me, Stan Wangland, S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. You can also get me on Facebook at S. Wangland. Uh, you can also get me on Twitter at, at S. Wangland on Twitter uh, and uh, all that good stuff. So what did I think would be a great show, uh, you know, for uh, a Monday morning uh, that you'll be getting? With all the stuff happening for, I guess, 11 or 12 days, the huge protests across the United States and this uh, push for police reform, 
push for you know refund, you know defunding of the police and changing funding into a different areas. Uh, Donald Trump being really called out by some Republican leaders now, and a huge uh, awareness of of the American public, uh, you know, white, black, and people of color, or whatever you'd like to call it, uh, a huge shift in support for Black Lives Matter and the plight of people uh, who are being systematically abused in our uh, country. Uh, some people, I find, uh, uh, you know, and it's not an insignificant number of people because we do have institutionalized racism in this country. And if you don't believe that, I mean, well, whatever, that's my opinion. And you have, uh, you know, certainly white privilege in this country and, and you have a significant um number of people who feel that these protests, as they did during the Vietnam War and in civil rights periods that I remember when I was a kid, uh, people felt that the protesters and the people, uh, you know, marching were actually destroying democracy. They were destroying our culture. They were ruining things. They were changing things. Uh, you know, the rioting, the looting, the burning, which is a small portion of this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, the bigger picture, this was, you know, this was not a good thing for the country. There are other mechanisms that we have uh, to take care of things uh, and so on and so forth. Here's the title for the show today that came to me like an epiphany. I was thinking of what a just a dreadful, dreadful uh, president that we have in, in President Trump and the uh, editorial that um, Brett Stevens wrote in the New York Times the other day. And Brett Stevens, by the way, is a conservative uh, a Republican who's, who, who was basically, you know, calling Trump, as I did in a show a few weeks ago, Dr. Fieldbad, you know, that there's no that there's no opportunity that he misses to to um, destroy the country, divide the country, create division and hostility. And let's face it, uh, if you're a Democrat, if you're a moderate, if you're a person who has a different view of uh, democracy and pretty traditional, you haven't been in favor of, uh, of Donald Trump. And people have wanted him out for a variety of reasons, all the way starting when he was running as a Republican uh, uh, you know, candidate for the presidency and said he was going to grab him by the pussy, pussy uh, women, and all the horrible things where he was acting uh, in just horrible ways. And some way or another, this guy is like Rasputin. You just can't bump him off. No matter what terrible thing he does, he always kind of snaps back. So as I said, we have people in America who, a significant number of people who feel the protesters are actually hurting democracy. You know, they're not doing a good thing, you know. However, the epiphany that came to me as I was describing President Trump and all the different Uh, terrible things that he's done. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. 
get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. And nothing has seemed to happen. I think that the protesters, the death of George Floyd, as tragic as it is, and, and all these other, you know, African-Americans or black Americans or people of color or people who are being marginalized or people being mistreated by the police and, you know, the government and corporations and being taken advantage of. I think it's all congealed with the coronavirus, uh, with, uh, you know, racial inequality, with jobs drying up, with all this, these tax breaks and capped off by the president's just awful rhetoric and that photo opportunity to, to, to go across and hold the Bible up and all that nonsense, it just took a bad situation and took it to critical mass. And you want to know what? I've tried to say it four times and I've stopped myself. The protesters, I think, are and will actually save our democracy. Can you believe that? I can. And it's what, you know, it's what Lincoln said, you know, when, when you can fool some of the people some of the time and, uh, you know, all of the people, uh, you know, some of the time, but you can't fool all of the people all of the time. And also that uh, the founding fathers in many ways trusted the majority of people. They trusted the people that if, if things weren't right, that I would either vote out or vote in people who were better or they would rise up and take care of the situation themselves. Not by insurrection, but yeah, if it was protesting and free speech and all those things, they wanted that stuff left in so that uh, people could be held accountable. And these protesters, even though there's been rioting and looting and even though there's been some deaths and even though some people have been hurt and even though it looks awful ugly at times, a lot of it isn't ugly and a lot of it or all of it is what's necessary to do to keep our democracy alive in times like this when everything else has failed. And it's really odd. It's almost like War of the Worlds when H.G. Wells wrote that, when, you know, the governments of the world, when the aliens came and took over the planet and, they, you know, we fired everything that we knew that we could do with them, atomic bombs and weapons and this and that and everything else. And nothing took care of it. But then the lowly little microbes, you know, made the, uh, made the aliens sick and they died. And the, 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 the most meek of the creatures on the earth uh, were the things that, that saved the earth. And, you know, those people out there protesting and rioting and everything else, they have just as much importance, uh, no matter who they are, whether they're black, white, brown, yellow, male, female, old, young, whatever. There's a, there's a whole hodgepodge of people supporting, um, you know, people of color out there. They're real serious about saying, yeah, I might be white, but black lives do matter. This shit does matter. Democracy does matter. Fairness does matter. But, you know, most of those people out there, uh, I'm not equating them with microbes, uh, you know, or uh, they're the little guys. They're the little gals. They're the little old people. They're just kids. They're millennials. They're people who aren't big shots, who don't do, uh, you know, they're not on the stock market. They don't, they don't have enough money to cover shit, uh, you know, the vast majority of them. Or a lot of those people don't have any job to go to. But you know what? They're not just sticking up for themselves. 
they're sticking up for our country. They're sticking up for the things that our founding fathers knew that we needed in order to keep our democracy safe. Uh, they're not tearing it down. If you look at it, they're bolstering it. And, you know, let's put things into perspective. You have a president that got away, like I started this show off with, with the filth and, and uh, nonsense and uh, paying off porn stars and things like that. In a million years, we should never have people like that aspire to the presidency of the United States. I mean, they can aspire to it, but vote people in like that. And what type of mental lapse did we have to, to, to vote for a person like that? Or on the Democratic side to, to you know, to have the Clinton family, uh, you know, there. There were way better candidates than Hillary Clinton. I'm not taking away from her being a smart person or a hard worker or anything. Her husband, you know, being uh, impeached and just a lot of the shenanigans that they've played. We could, we could have done a lot, lot better from both parties than to have those people. But once we got this guy in here, yeah, we had... You know, uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to see what he has to do. And then you're finding out all these illegal things that they're doing and all the rules that he's breaking and all the lying and all this. You remember Sean Spicer, you know, you know, in the, the press briefings and that Sarah Huckabee Sanders, that bum. I mean, what a horror show of lying and cheating and, and tax breaks to the rich and uh, no income. Tax. This guy still hasn't shown his income taxes being audited five years later. Come on, come on. All the shit that this guy pulled, you know, pulling out on the Turks, uh, you know, cozying up to our enemies, our adversaries like Putin and Kim Jong-un, uh, you know, firing people, inspector generals, uh, having the uh, Mueller report done on this guy and him, you know, I wasn't impeached, you know, then putting the pressure on the other people uh, in the, the Ukraine. Uh, and doing all that stuff, you know, same kind of crap with that. Uh, just one thing after the other. One thing after the other. Firing secretaries of state, firing attorney generals, I mean, firing uh, the White House counsel, firing his chief of staff. Uh, he's gone through, you know, just ridiculous things, appointing you know, his son-in-law and daughter, um, you know, the shit with the wall. Should I go on and on and on? And everybody keeps saying, you know, what's going to happen? We're going to have a vote. You know, we're going to impeach him. No, he gets away with everything. He's gotten away with everything primarily because of the Republican Party, because they went right into cahoots with him. They were afraid of him, his base, his nonsense. Nobody would seem to come out. This guy looked unstoppable. Uh, the same thing, equating the stock market with the wealth of the nation, which was nonsense. We didn't have any great economy going, you know, unemployment so low. Why? Because all the jobs are these shitty ass service jobs that don't pay shit. People in Amazon, you know, having to get urinary tract infections because they can't take a piss on a, uh, on a, in a timely manner. And if you don't like my language, I'm sorry. I'm just being straightforward with you. So all of this stuff with this guy comes to bear. And then all of this police brutality keep going on and on and on. Excessive militarization of the country. This guy telling cops, I love my cops. I love my first offense. Yeah, if anything happens to me, the bikers and the cops and the military, right? 
And then when this George Floyd, when this poor man gets choked out in front of everybody, another person and people finally go ballistic. This son of a bitch, meaning the president, starts threatening to dominate people with the American military, taking it, uh, putting, putting autocracy, his dictator-like tendencies on steroids and pulling that shit. Having, you know, he's got, you know, the Attorney General Barr has all kinds of people that don't have badges or anything else or identification from all kinds of federal agencies walking around like special ops people in these things. The DEA, people from here and there. Come on, this is in America. Even the Secretary of Defense, former, uh, you know, chiefs of staff uh, of the armed services, generals coming up, Colin Powell, George Bush, Barack Obama now, Mitt Romney. And more to follow. They said that they had enough with this guy. And you want to know what? That isn't the determining factor, all that bullshit. The determining factor was these people, these protesters, these young people, these old people, even the 75-year-old white guy, the old man that the Buffalo police, my state, that, that you could see it in your plain eyes, just took that baton and pushed that old man and knocked him square on his ass and his head banged right off the concrete with blood running out of his head, and they just walked past him. Those are the people that have kept this up, and these protests have kept it up, keeping it up, keeping the pressure on, and they are affecting change. They are affecting change. They're the ones who are making things happen, and they're the ones that have these guys back on their heels. And I'll tell you what else. Nobody's been able to knock this Trump off. You know, and it was questionable. You know, it was Joe Biden. Could he possibly do it? Maybe, you know, would he? Would he not? Because this other guy, like I said, meaning Trump, is like friggin' Rasputin. And if you don't know who Rasputin was, he was the mad monk, the power behind the throne in Russia prior to the Russian Revolution and during the Re Russian Revolution. He was the, the last czar in Tsarina. He was their big advisor. He was a nutcase. He was kind of like Stephen Miller for Trump. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. You know, one of those guys. But the, the, the Russian aristocracy tried to knock him off a million times and just could they poisoned him, shot him. They, they could never kill him. For whatever reason, when they finally did kill him, they had to cut him up in pieces and throw him down a well. But I digress. It's almost like that with Trump. Not this time, though. Not this time. The police have rioted on the protesters. They're coming back for more. The military's come out and shot rubber bullets at them and pulled all their shit. And they're coming back for more. Uh, they they are single-handedly going to, they have tipped the whole goddamn situation in another direction. And people are finally saying, this guy is going. He's going. And you want to know what? If you don't think I'm right, elect him. 
elect, you know, if he gets elected, I'm telling you, people take to the streets, including me. You think there'll be an insurrection? You bet your ass there'll be an insurrection. And like I said on another show, and you know, I do know that shows like mine or anybody's, your telephone calls, if you think they're not monitored for key words or things like that, I'm not an anarchist anarchist or anything else like that. I'm a, a public employee and everything else like that. I'm a peace-loving citizen. I've served in the military. My son has, my father has, my grandchildren, everybody. We're loyal Americans like you are if you're an American, I'm sure. However, no way Jose, man, if the, if the goddamn military comes walking down my block, and if it wasn't for like the day after tomorrow kind of scenario, hey, you're not my military anymore. Until that changes, until it goes back to the way it is right now or before that incident the other day. Now, the military in the United States doesn't police me. The police police me. The New York State police police me. The FBI police me. The Endicott Sheriff's Department polices me. You know, the people that I vote for, that I know uh, or don't know or, or have recourse to, whose job is to do that. Not the fucking military. No. And if I saw them walking down the street, I would oppose every step of the way. And if my grandson was out there, and I would consider myself like I was part of the French resistance during World War II. You're a collaborator if you do that. And let me tell you, and it'll be another one of my shows, the military wants to opt out of that as fast as they can. They don't want any part of that. They don't want any part of that because they like people saying thank you for your service. They don't want to occupy their own country. And just for one little fact, for those of you who may not be, uh, you know, uh, on the side that is against Trump. Uh, you know, with things like that, when you think and you say, you know, yeah, well, the, the military may have to come in to call, be, have, you know, uh, law and order. Do you know how many people in the military, in our military, the United States military, are not United States citizens? Are you aware of that? Many, many, many people. Yeah, they have a green card. They have a card to be here. And the military allows them to fight in the military force and even works on trying to get their citizenship. They don't They don't say it's a guaranteed thing. It's kind of almost like they're mercenaries in a way. But one of the reasons the military lets them do that is because they're not fighting or dealing with American citizens. Okay? You don't have the FBI or you don't have your local police force where they allow people who are not United States citizens to police you. That's because the military is not supposed to police us. They deal with protecting uh, our country, you know, against foreigners, not against us. <laughs> so just a little thing to put in your uh, little facts in your head. So... Are these protesters, when they're taking these people on at great personal risk, uh, just a bunch of looters and a bunch of bums and a bunch of stupid idiots who have no agenda? Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, they have a great agenda. They're looking for just some basic equality. I think Al Sharpton for once said it all. They just want to breathe, man, just like I do, just like you do. They just want somebody's knee off their neck. Just like I do and you do, just like our Constitution and Bill of Rights says that we should. They just don't want it. They just, they just want to be treated fairly. They don't want to be hired first. They don't want to be hired. F they don't want to be hired last just because they're black or brown and given a boot 
you know, their ass booted to the ground the, the first time around just because they are a different color. And when we allow that to happen to black lives, it happens to everybody. Everybody is diminished. And you know that and I know that. And you know that's, that's true. And what they're out there protesting for is they're protesting for the best things in our country, not the worst. We shouldn't be spending more on our military and more on all this policing shit than any country in the world. Even countries that are dictatorial countries don't even come close to the amount of money that we spend. Why are we militarizing so much? Do you think that these tax breaks and everything else there are... No, but none of these people out there protesting are getting any benefit from that. There's no plan to help them out with too much of anything except crumbs. This is all directed to the establishment, being able to keep the courts, keep the elections, keep the Supreme Court, keep the police force, keep the military, keep the judges, keep everything. The people that you're seeing out there, many of them are 21st century serfs. Yeah, and I'm saying that with pride. They're just the working people. They're working stiffs. They're just trying to get justice. And nobody's been able to take care of this crook and his cronies in the White House so far. And they are doing it. And you know when they're really going to do it? They're going to do it on Election Day. Because listen to the black politicians, the black organizers, the people out there. If there's one thing that they understand now is they really want some power. If they can mobilize all these people in the street, get every single one of those sons of bitches to vote and take one or two of their friends with him. And this guy will be done and gone. And that's what this country needs because this country cannot stand four more years of this crook. Our constitution, our democracy can't handle any more of it, in my opinion. So for me, yeah, I don't like seeing uh, people rob and loot and everything else like that. I, I have a good idea why they do that as well as what they're doing. And just like uh, the powers that be, excuse me, will say, well, you know, the system is not perfect. Well, they're not perfect either. You know, they're human beings. They've been stressed out. They've been marginalized. They've been kicked to the gutter for hundreds of years. And they've had enough and rightly so. And isn't that crazy the most marginalized among us are going to save us from ourselves. Uh, so the next time you're uh, getting pissed off at, at what's happening with the riots or the protests or it's inconvenient or you have to wait in your car or it makes you uncomfortable, think again. Because without them, uh, we'd be like these other banana republics or, uh, you know, uh, other countries where the uh, the military junta comes in and says, hey, no more in the streets. And then everybody's rounded up and people who do shows like me or if you have an opposing thought, somebody's got you in the gymnasium over there. They're putting the electrodes on you before they shoot you someplace. And that's reality. Check out South America. Check out Central America. Check out countries all over the world where that shit goes on. It hasn't gone on here yet, but if you trust in this nutcase and the White House and his cronies, the first step is uh, 
having the military involved. It's bad enough with the militarization of the police to the levels that it's at. It's ridiculous. It's just like having the military. You add that second component on, that is insane. So these guys are helping us. They're saving democracy. And I hope you like this show. And to all those people out there in the streets and everything else, I wish it wasn't so. I wish you didn't have to do that. But uh, you want to know what? Thank you. Thank you for taking on the powers that be because everybody else has failed and you're succeeding. And you want to know why? Because your, your cause is the most just. It just is. So that's it for Just Thinking. I hope you liked the show. And if you have any comments, get back to me again. Like I gave you that address. It's Stan Wangland, S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. And I'll have another great show for you on Tuesday, okay? Be safe. Be careful. If you're out there, put your mask on. Coronavirus is still out there hot and heavy. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to Just Thinking with Stan Wagland. Please check out our website, www.rcpodnetwork.com or email him at swagland at gmail.com. And please make sure to subscribe to Just Thinking with Stan Wagland on your favorite podcast outlet.